Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my 100th episode. I just, I can't believe it. And I just want to thank everyone who has listened to my podcast, supported my podcast, and I am so excited and I just cannot believe I am at 100 episodes. So I want to have a special celebration. And I also want you all to know I have a special freebie for you. So it's actually an updated freebie. (laughs) So I want you to listen to the episode to learn how you can download this free resource. Before we get started, I do want to share with you another amazing free tool that I have available to you. It's called the ultimate guide for a successful school year. This is going to be so important because We are about halfway through the summer if you're listening to this right now in the summer. So you want to make sure you have all the tools so you can be ready for your upcoming school year and you can walk into the school year feeling confident. In this guide, I'm going to walk you through how to develop confidence, how to implement some strategies. So go ahead and download that free guide. You can download it at myadventuresinesl.com forward slash ultimate guide. So today we're going to start off today's episode with a reflection question. And what I would like you to do is just take a moment if you need to, when you're thinking about this reflection question, take some time to write it down, brainstorm, jot it down in your phone notes, whatever you need to do. So our reflection question for today is, what are some areas of growth and some areas of strength when it comes to your classroom organization. Take a moment to reflect on this. Like I said, you can brainstorm in your notes on your phone if you're on the go. If you have a post-it note, just take a moment to think about this question and reflect on this question. How is your classroom organization? When I think about classroom organization, it can feel like a very daunting task. There may be some situations or some needs to purge and organize your classroom. This can seem like an easy task when people say, hey, just purge, just throw away some things, just organize. But just the thought of it can have you shoving those papers in a cabinet and closing it, then going back and say, you know what, I'm going to organize that later on. I'm I'm definitely guilty of that myself. Today, I want to share with you some teacher organization hacks that you can use in your ESL classroom with your language learners. So what I'm going to go ahead and do right now is share with you those hacks. They are very easy to implement. And on top of everything, this would have you feeling so renewed and refreshed and once again, confident. So let's jump into those. The first one that I want to share with you is a teacher toolbox. A teacher toolbox is a fantastic way to organize all of your teacher supplies. What you're going to need is a 26-part plastic cabinet. And you're like, a 26-part plastic cabinet? (laughs) What What are you talking about? They look like those little plastic cabinets you see like in a mechanic's garage. So they're very, very, um, 
easy to access. You can then label those plastic container labels and you could put things in there like pens and binder clips and paper clips and post-it notes and so much more. There are tons of free labels that you can print. I will make sure to link them um, in the show notes so you'll have access to those. And I will also share with you my favorite labels to print. I've had mine for about five years now. Is like I said, these the little containers you see in like mechanics garages that holds like nails and um, whatever tools that they're using. So like I mentioned, they're not expensive. You can get those at a Home Depot, a Lowe's, any of those type of stores. And they're very, very easy to use. And the labels, a lot of them are already free. Like I said, I love mine. It, keep me, or it keeps me organized. When I need a pencil, it's a label with a little bit that says pencil. It's more so for you than the students. So keep that in mind. I'm pretty sure there are some out there you can use for the students, but I like it for myself because I know where all of my paper clips are. I know where all my post-it notes are. I know where all my pens are. So it's a great tool that you can use. The second organizational hack that I'm going to have um, suggest for you is a substitute teacher binder slash bin. <laughs> now, one thing that I've learned as a teacher is that you will have an unexpected absence. Something will come up and you will need substitute plans. The last thing during that time that you want to worry about is lesson plans. So having a substitute teacher binder or bin is gonna take so much pressure off you in the case that you're absent. The bin and or binder can include your schedule, it can include class lists, it includes assignments, important school information, emergency plans, in addition, you can also include like some extra supplies and special thank yous in there as well. That's why I say a bin. You can keep this in a cabinet. You can keep it on your desk, just somewhere where it's easy to see and easy to access just in case you have a substitute coming. And if it's an unplanned, or if it's an unplanned absence, the substitute teacher will be able to access it. So definitely consider getting you a substitute teacher binder slash bin. The next thing that I'm gonna suggest you is not necessarily a hack, but it's really something simple and straightforward that you can use in your classroom. That is labeling all your bins, all your drawers. <laughs> labeling your bins and your drawers are going to help you get organized and stay organized throughout the school year. It will also promote independence with your students when it's time to return items to the correct places. When you decide to label, don't give into the pressure that it has to be decorative. You can just get you some simple Word document labels and a printer. I do suggest laminating the labels and Velcroing them or using a magnet just to increase the durability of them. I also like labeling bins and drawers with my language learners. Once again, it promotes language. It's a visual for them as well. And like I mentioned earlier, it does promote independence with your students. So definitely label all your bins, all of your drawers. I label the bin that has pencils. I label a bin that has pens. I have a, a bin that says return papers here. Everything is labeled. So that is definitely going to help you and your students keep organized. The fourth one that I'm gonna share with you is an absent student bin. This bin was a must for me in middle school with various classes. I also know that since I've moved to elementary, it's 
with multiple grade levels, it's a necessity as well. An absent student bin is a place where all the assignments are held for students to complete when they return to school. How I keep this organized is once again, very simple. I use a milk crate, I turn it upside down and I put in the milk crate hanging file folders. Then I label the folders with the numbers one through 31 representing each day of the month. When I have an assignment, I just simply drop it in a folder for that day. So for example, if it's the second of the month, I put it in the folder that says two. When the students return, I just simply say, go to yesterday's folder and they just pick up their assignment. You can even have this as a classroom job. I have this as a classroom job for students. So when they see that a student is absent, they just simply put it in that day that the student was absent for. I love doing this in my class. It's simple, it's easy for me to remember. I even, it, it's so simple that like I said, oh, I have some extra copies of this assignment. Let me just go ahead and drop it in this absent student bin. <laughs> and sure enough, there may be a student absent a day or two. And I just say, hey, go, go to that folder. As nothing, you know, over the top, just a simple milk crate. And I just use it in my classroom. Of course, you can make it decorative to match your classroom style if you want to do that as well. The last thing that I'm going to suggest is an anchor chart folder. Anchor charts are great visuals to have for language learners in the classroom. The tricky part about anchor charts is storage for easy access. I used to just roll mine up and just stick them in a laundry basket. I found this to be very clunky and it also took up a lot of space in my classroom. Then when I needed to access one of the anchor charts, it was just difficult going through the, the laundry basket storage. My time saving and cheap hack is using a garment rack. A garment rack allowed me just to clip and hang, hang my anchor charts to the rack. When I needed access, uh, needed access to one for my classroom, all I had to do was flip through the rack to find it. There, you can even find anchor chart holders. They look like um, towel holders. You can even use a towel holder and really just use, uh, what do you call those things, binder clips to put on the towel holder as well. Ring clips that you can put on the towel, uh, towel holder. I've seen people do that as well. So either way, that was really easy for me to access them. And also the students, it would just, the students, I was like, hey, go to the anchor chart and find the anchor chart on theme. So I would suggest instead of just kind of trying to roll them up and throw them in a bin somewhere, definitely consider a garment rack. Garment racks are really inexpensive. They actually just had a sale here where I'm from. Teachers were trying to rush and buy them because a lot of teachers use that same hack as well. And they were like $10. So definitely consider doing it. Now, what I would like you to do is brainstorm some areas in your classroom that need to be organized. Use some of the hacks that I shared above as well. I also want to suggest to you, download that ultimate teacher guide that will help you. Now, I promised you that I have a special freebie for you. A lot of you know, on my website, I have a ESL curriculum guide. Well, that is one of my most popular downloads. And a lot of you all have been asking me, can you update this? <laughs> um, and I have you all, I have updated it. It is included in the update. There are texts, there are links to um, lessons that I have. It's also aligned to the Common Core curriculum. So what I want you to do is 
to go to my website. I will link it in here as well. But if you go, it'll pop up immediately. Do you want to download this curriculum guide? I am also going to send this guide to everyone that's on my email list. So if you are not on my email list, make sure that you get on there as soon as possible because you're missing out on a lot of freebies. I am going to send this uh, updated free curriculum guide for the 2022-2023 school year to everyone that's on my email list. So make sure that you get that. I would love to know what is your favorite organizational hack to use in your ESL classroom. Join our Facebook community, My Adventures in ESL, to share. I want to thank everyone for being here and listening to this special episode. I'm so excited. I will see you all next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.